All right, here we go. Episode 10, Aji's podcast presented by Park Sportsbook. Harry Mays, Jason Martinez. What's going on, Harry? Hey, it's Super Bowl week, man. You know, Radio Row is popping. Guys are running around out there with their masks on. I just uh, was watching a little Jim Rome, and I could see our buddy Zach Gelb in the background walking around. Everybody's, uh, you know, getting busy, man. All geeked up for the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually really intrigued by this Super Bowl. It's I am too. Fresh. I am too, but I haven't really gotten into it yet. Like, it's going to take until late in the week, you know, and I'll get there by Sunday. There's no doubt about it. But I don't know. There just seem to be – it's almost like I'm on a uh, a hangover from the previous two weekends of professional football playoffs, which were just so great. Mm-hmm. And there was such a high level of quarterback play and just unbelievable finishes. And, you know, like where I'm just like <sighs> – you know, it was like kind of like an exhale yeah. week for me. And I don't get into the Pro Bowl. I watched a little of the Senior Bowl because I'm interested in, in these prospects. But, um, you know, I've, I got to ramp back up now as, as we approach uh, Super Bowl weekend because I, too, am looking forward to it. Yeah, after those two weeks of football, championship weekend and, and everything, Unbelievable. You, you need to head to the Schwitz. You, yeah, you, you really do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I need a massage. Yeah, my goodness, a good steam hair. Right, I, I, you know, I love a good steam. Me I kind of miss the fact I used to have it go to a gym a long, long time ago when I was when I'd go to gyms and they had a great steam room. Mm-hmm. You know, like that, just like that that hot stone kind of room where it was all wood in there and you just. Oh, that's that's a sauna. Oh, that's a sauna. Yeah, that's, that's a dry not, sauna. That's not the sauna, but I like the dry sauna. Yeah, I, I don't like the dry towel. sauna. No, why not? I just moved to Arizona. Well, yeah, I like that out there. You nah, know, it's I, a dry heat. Yeah, <laughs> dry heat. 110. It's a, yeah. it's a dry heat, though. Hey, yeah, I it's played 110 golf. degrees. I played golf. It was 117 degrees in Palm Springs. It was awesome. Oh, my God. Yes. The club would be flying out of my hand because my <laughs> palms would be sweating. <laughs> no, I, I like the steam, though. Oh, okay, The actual yeah. steam room. Yeah, that's and where the, you can't even see in there, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you don't know. need I to like, see. I like to be able to see. I don't like to be in a room naked with other men and not being able to see around me, my surroundings. Yeah, you know I'd, I'd rather not see than see the droopy balls of some seventy-two-year-old dude. <laughs> well, that's a fair. That's a fair point. That's <laughs> like a fair dragging point, on Mike. the floor. <laughs> that's a fair point, Mike. You know, but, and uh, makes a good point. <laughs> oh man, but <laughs> you know, when you take a steam too, they tend to sag even lower. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. They're trying to get away from your body because you're so hot. Yeah, you can pull them out like bat wings. (laughs) It's hot. It's hot. (laughs) Uh, Let's tell people real quick before we get into the meat and potatoes here about uh, Park Sportsbook because uh, they got a great – this is like the best week to join, right? Yes, it is. It's the most gambled on weekend in sports. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, it has to be, especially with so many different – options that you have at the parks casino sportsbook app like player performances is a big thing these player props for this game i mean are just you know it it never ends and there's a couple that i've been looking at and i might be overthinking this i was talking about it with barrett brooks today on my other show but van jefferson is like the forgotten receiver on van morrison not van morrison no i think he's been canceled (laughs) uh but van jefferson kid out of florida uh, he would be great on the Eagles, okay? But he's like number three and a half on the Rams because they've got so much damn talent with Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham Jr. to you know to name two. But I'm thinking that this Bengal team is going to try to devise a scheme to somewhat take Cooper Cup and minimize him 
early in the game, especially. And it's going to take a little while for the Rams to adjust to that. And in the meantime, I'm thinking Van Jefferson might be a good play at over 49 and a half yards. You're going to get plus 195 on the wow. Parks Casino app right now. I mean, it's almost two to one. He only uh, If he gets 33 yards, you risk 113 to win 100. But I'm going to try to go up there, and I'm going to get a little greedy with plus money, almost two to one money at 49 and a half yards over for Van Jefferson. And then there was a rushing total that I like. Uh, obviously, Cam Akers is back. Uh, he was somewhat, still a little bit limited, just sort of working his way through over these last uh, couple of weeks. But Sony Michelle is an is a guy that you know is very capable. He he could be a, a lead running back for most teams. Over 17 and a half yards wow, that's rushing great. for Sony Michelle is minus 113 to win 100. Those are two that jumped out at me. All right. So there's two. Um, and yeah. it's, it's the, I mean, it is the sports pinnacle of gambling this weekend. This in the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Super Bowl Sunday. It's going to be crazy. The games, I think the game is going to be so interesting. Stafford, yeah. Burrow. I mean, there's so many storylines here. And new customers right now, you don't need any kind of promo code, no goofy thing to type in. Just uh, open up an account, deposit, and your first bet risk-free up to $500. You can use them on those bets Harry just talked about. Uh, and you can give them a follow on social media, at Park Sportsbook on Twitter. Make sure you also follow them on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube as well. And you get there, you get great content. You're going to get Rich Gannon stuff on Super Bowl week yeah. and all that. It's fantastic. And then daily specials and much more player performances in same game parlays. The in-game betting will be fun for this too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's going to be know, a lot of fun. You know, it's interesting to see, you know, where the lines move depending on who scores first. And, you know, you know, if the, if the, uh, you know, the Bengals or the Rams get out to like a 10 nothing lead. Like, what can I get the Bengals at? You know, they were plus uh -huh. four to start the game. Now, where are they? You know, there's different little angles that you can play on that in-game stuff. It's fantastic. Well, how, yeah. What would you got the Bengals at a 21-3 against Kansas City at Arrowhead? Right. right. Can you imagine what, oh. you, what you could get? <laughs> uh, I mean, imagine Harrow was it probably at least plus 2,000. Yeah, exactly. I and mean, that's insane. They yeah. were down 21-3. Nobody thought they had a chance to come no. back in that game. No. And, they, and they come all the way back. They win it in overtime. It's an incredible story. Um, real quick, before we get uh, to some more stuff with the Sixers and Harden, I want to talk about. I actually want to talk about some sports today. No. <laughs> Oddly enough. But four years ago today. Yeah. Remember where you were four years ago today, Ha? Huh? Yeah, I do. And I was with you. Yeah. And we were down off Broad Street. I forget. It was the Kimmel Center, I believe. Correct. Weren't we somewhere in there in that in that front south corner? It was the mm -hmm. south corner. It would be what? Southeast corner, I guess, of the building. And yeah. we had a nice vantage point of Broad Street and the sidewalk. And, you know, it was all windowed, glassed up. And you and I were in there uh, doing our radio show from 10 to 2 on parade day and i you know i tell you you know doing it what we've done over you know the for the last couple of decades in radio you experience you get the opportunity to experience some really unique things that you know i otherwise wouldn't have been able to and just to do that parade day uh with that parade because i did the phillies parade years ago back in 08 with jody mack and that was great mm -hmm. too but it didn't approach this like this was like one of the most unique shows I think I've ever done in my history in radio, because we walked around you and I, you know, before the show started and even after we were done and you're just looking at the people 
and you're, we could see him walking by as we're doing the show and we're, you know, waving to people and all this kind of thing. You went out in the street, I yeah. remember, with a microphone, with like a, a wireless mic, and we're talking to people. And it was just maybe the first time that I experienced true joy, like being surrounded with an energy of true joy. Yeah. In a world that's incredibly jaded, negative, Philadelphia yes. sports world, especially, right? Correct. There's an insecurity that's to it. Oh, yeah. You know, if something bad's going to happen, it's going to happen here, mm -hmm. whether that's on the field, off the field, whatever it is. And you're right. That day, there was this energy of positivity, elation, whatever you want to call it. Right. And that was shared by every single person there. Right. And you could feel it. You could feel it from the moment you got out of the car. Mm-hmm. And we're just down amongst it. There was such a vibe. It was so cool. And I, yeah, I mean, th there's moments in my broadcasting career, and that's right up there with some of the best interviewing Robert Plant's obviously there for me. Yeah. Uh, but the Eagles Super Bowl parade, the show we did that day. And yeah, I got down there with that wireless. I was up against the oh, gate. Yeah. I know. I'm trying to yell for players to come over. Nobody came over. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, you were like in the human crush out there, you know, like, yeah, was, my feet weren't even on the ground. No, <laughs> I was just floating. It's like you were, crowd. it was like you were jacked up against the boards and your skates were just dangling yeah. there, you know, it, it kind of reminded me how I felt when uh, they put the signs out for the monsters of rock that Metallica was coming on and the crush of fans came. Oh, up wow. Front after yeah. Kingdom Come at JFK. That could get scary. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little but, bit different crowd. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, much probably. different though. No, <laughs> no, no. So a lot of the same haircuts too. Okay, All right. back in the eighties. Uh, but yeah, it was awesome. I tried to find some audio because we, you know, we played that audio from Bernie from Broomall yeah. in our last show, and I tried to find audio of our show that we did that day so we could, you know, present a little highlight pa package for the mm -hmm. program here today. But I can't find it anywhere now. Now I had had it before, and I, I may have it on a hard drive or something. I got to dig up. But yeah. I tried looking on the internet again, and I think it's been rinsed. No, off the internet. Yes, and rinse an Eagles parade uh, audio uh, from the internet. I mean, come Just on. Just because we don't do the show there anymore. Yeah, but I mean, you were finding other stuff. I, I, I don't. I don't know. You, you went. They, you think they went back in and rinsed that because I, it's you and me? I don't think so. I can't find it, Har. I, wow. I, I and I spent a good forty minutes trying to find it. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't and, even know where to look. Yeah, but, maybe you know where I have to look. Probably on Facebook. I bet you I can find it on there from when they posted it. Well, you can they posted look on a highlight Facebook. pack. I cannot because I'm not on Facebook. Well, you're better for it. Harry. Yeah, I jumped off of there back in 2012. It was way ahead of the curve. Whoa. Yep. Way ahead Most of people the curve. didn't jump on. I know. I was already off. <laughs> you were already done with it. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> you were, you were way ahead of the curve. Exactly. Uh, also, in regards to kind of. Four years ago, news Doug Peterson, now the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. How about that? Yeah, and he had his first interview. My must have been like five weeks ago because they had gotten rid of Urban Meyer early and got a sort of a head start on interviewing some candidates. And you know, we kind of figured that Doug would easily get a job. You know, being a Super Bowl winning coach, having taken a year off, and you know, sometimes that you know that's good for a guy to sort of get away from it for a little bit, and you know, uh, sort of you know, be able to look at things from a different viewpoint, be able to sit back and assemble, you know, maybe a staff in his, in his mind. Like once I do get back, I, I want to hire this guy. I'm going to go in touch with him just 
touch base with me. You can sort of put together almost your staff in, in your, you know, in your mind's eye until you get that job. And then all of a sudden everything went cold for Doug for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And we were thinking he was going to get left outside, you know, looking in. And next thing you know, uh, Jacksonville interviews him again and boom, you know, he's hired. We were thinking they were going to hire Byron Leftwich. In fact, there were some tweets that were put out by some very reputable people in the industry that were basically saying it's all but a done deal. You know, they're working out the deal. And, it, you know, we're thinking, oh, great, good for Byron Leftwich. He deserves a, a shot. And that seems like he played there back in, you know, yeah. years ago. And then all of a sudden that went cold. And then here comes Doug again. And bam, they hire him. And, uh, you know, I listened to Doug in a little bit in his press conference. Much different Doug Peterson than was the Doug that met the media in Philadelphia after he yeah. got that job, isn't it? Big time. Yeah. I noticed the same thing. Yep. I was like, ooh, wow, he is way more A, polished. Yep. And B, not overwhelmed by the no. media. No, he was in command that day. You know, yes. you know what I mean? It, yep. was, it, was pretty, it was pretty cool to see. I got I to be honest. I'm I mean, rooting Doug, for him. I am too. And, yeah. and Doug's greatest asset as a coach is that his players love him and he's a good leader of men. Yeah. And it's like, he learned a lot here while he was a good coach and obviously won a super bowl here. He's going to be a better coach there. Now it depends if he gets talent because it is Jacksonville. Right. Cause but he's got the quarterback. He's yeah. got the quarterback. And yeah. you know, despite what we saw out of him this past year, I mean, that was a, a train wreck year for him. Uh, they did have a big win against the, the uh, Cincinnati Bengals who are in the super bowl. Yeah. Or, or no, the, yeah, they, they they beat the Bengals, didn't they? I know I the Jets did, uh, but they, no, they beat Buffalo. It was Buffalo, Buffalo okay. was their big win. And then, of course, they beat the Colts at the end of the year to keep Carson Wentz and Frank Reich from the playoffs. So it was yeah. Buffalo and the Colts. Oh, the irony three there. wins, those are two pretty good ones right there. So uh, that kid's a super talent, and I can't wait to see you know the staff that Doug puts together because, remember, that was sort of the bone of contention at the end with Jeffrey Lurie mm -hmm. is that he didn't like really this – you know, the, the after the whole thing blew up after the Super Bowl and guys started getting hired away, it seemed like Doug wasn't really able to sort of, you know, fill it up anymore, you know, fill up the the, the cupboard like his old boss, Andy Reid, always seemed to do. Yeah. Andy Reid's guys were getting plucked year after year after year, and he, he maintained that for a long period of time mm -hmm. here in Philadelphia, and he's doing the same in Kansas City. Uh, but I, I'm I'm rooting for Doug. I think it's going to be an interesting watch. They come to the link next year, do the Jacksonville oh, Jaguars wow. tribute so video? Like that'll a be a hockey game hack, right? <laughs> <laughs> tribute video. Oh, the tribute video. Yeah. Oh yes, but they they come here to the link, and then they also will face off against Wentz. We assume if he's still a Colt, but Frank Reich, and he will be going at it twice a year. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Great storylines uh, ahead for that. And then the other th when Doug comes to town, will you go up and see the statue of him and Nick Foles calling the Philly special? Oh, yeah, maybe get to stop by. Get Gets a selfie there with uh, with Lawrence to say, hey, we got one of these coming in Jacksonville in a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, we'll Let's call run it, uh, Duval Duval instead yeah, exactly. of Philly Philly. Yeah. The uh, what's it called? Uh, he got the selfie with me after winning this couple of days after winning the Super Bowl down at the at the barn when he came in to drop the puck. Oh yeah, that's right. I got that yeah. picture with him, and he, I went up to him and I and I said, "Hey, coach, can I get a picture with you?" He said, "Sure." He said, "I'm Doug Peterson." I said, "I know." <laughs> <laughs> it, 
Are you serious? I don't know if you ever told me that. He had to, he thought he had to introduce himself. He said, "Hey, uh, hello, I'm Doug Peterson." Yeah, and I didn't introduce myself because I wow. did not want to put my name out there. <laughs> oh yeah, him. well, of course not because, because you, of my you history. had that Stunod meter thing that you yeah. rolled out for, a- which by the way is on eBay right now for sale. Here it is. Yeah, for any uh, any Jacksonville Jaguar fans who would like it, batteries <laughs> not included. <laughs> It takes four uh, D batteries too, Harry. Four Ds, yeah, okay. yeah. Not double Jeez. Ds. No, oh, I wish. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so Doug's down there now. Yeah. Super Bowl week props. Um, let's get one more thing on sports. Mm-hmm. Two more things, actually. Yeah. Number one, you buying any of this bullshit with Harden and the Sixers? Does it make um, any sense for the Nets to trade him to the Sixers? Uh, when no, trying to win? not right now. It doesn't. Um, that's for sure. I mean, you know, they're going to get Durant back. I know they've lost, lost, I think eight in a row, um, you know, are going through a spot right now, but they're going to eventually, you know, who knows what this mask mandates might come down or the, you know, the COVID mandates might be relaxed before, uh, too long in New York. And you get Kyrie to be able to play at home. Um, so I, I, you know, Brooklyn is by far, is far from dead and I don't think Harden is going to be moved before the deadline. I, I think it's going to happen though. I really do because Maury is going to make sure it happens. This seems to be his great white whale and it's going to happen before the, dra- the end of the draft in June. So he'll be a sixer, just not this season. Not for this seat, but for next season, I yeah. think he will be a sixer. Yeah. Yeah. I and think moving it's forward. Happen. For yeah. a couple of years, at least. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, look, they've been unbelievably good considering what oh, they're yeah. missing. I mean, no, no doubt. How, I mean, how about what, it? Embiid's a game and a half, two games out right now. I think they're in fifth place. Uh, you know, they just beat the Bulls over the weekend on the road, which is a great yep. win. Um, yeah. I mean, they've the big guy's been out of his mind. I mean, he is just he is. playing at an all time MVP level. I, I think yeah. that with him, like, so much has been made because, you know, Shaq ripped Ben Simmons. Then Ben Simmons was DMing him. That was awesome. And uh, you know the whole. I love question, Shaq. I do too. God, I love Shaq. He's like the way he talks. You know what? You know, Mike paved the way for me to get paid. I right. paved the way for yeah. It's <laughs> like you know dude, what? Sp- spunk up a little bit. He doesn't give crank. a shit. He doesn't need to because he's Shaq. Yep. You know people rip him for doing commercials with the general. He doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit. No. You're right. If you want to find good broadcasters. Find guys that don't give a shit. Right. Barkley. Because they'll say something because they don't care if they get fired. Exactly. See, that's the problem with our media, Har. Yeah. Everybody's afraid to say something because they're going to get fired. I know. I know. But Shaq and Barkley got so much dough and and so much I don't give a crap. Right. That it doesn't matter. So right. they'll go out there and actually say something. And they'll, and and they'll fight against cancel culture, which is even better. Oh, I know. Yeah, they're, they're both of them. I think are too big to cancel. I really don't. I mean, but you can't cancel anybody. I don't think that care that doesn't care. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I think that's part of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Shaq is great, but like all this conversation, then Embiid last week puts out that tweet here, mm-hmm. where he tweets out the the, the mega pack of Charmin Ultra Soft with no comment. Yeah. What do you think that was? A little cryptic tweet. Holy passive aggressive. <laughs> Designed for Ben Simmons. <laughs> oh but I, I, you know, he was on with our old colleague, Mike Missinelli this week and yeah. made some news. It was a really good interview. And I got some great quotes out of it from Embiid. And it's not just that it's Embiid. It's like, when have you ever heard a, a top flight athlete, much less, you know, an MVP caliber athlete in their sport, say things 
Like, uh, I have no pride. My goal is to just win a championship. That was in reference to bringing other players to the team that he might not, uh, you know, get along with, uh, you know, like or whatever. He's like, I have no pride. If the management thinks to at certain points in a game, right? If if that if the management thinks they're going to make us a better team and help us win, I'm I'm good with it. Like, in other words, it's not all about me. Exactly. That's very rare. The other thing I saw was he's talking about, you know, when your names come up or name comes up in trade rumors, like, you know, Ben Simmons got all butthurt about it, right? Yeah. He said, this is a business. You never know what can happen. You can't get your feelings hurt just because your name is in trade rumors. Yeah. Uh-huh. Again, he's a guy like Shaq that doesn't seem to give a shit and will no. just say it. No, and he, he's matured so much in the last couple of years. We've oh, seen yeah. this right before our eyes, you know, physically and emotionally and mentally and everything. And he went on to say in another uh, situation where he's talking about, you know, getting on guys after last year that, you know, might have, you know, screwed up in the playoffs or whatever, including himself, because he's challenging them. And he says, so I think at the end of the day, you've got to have some self-awareness and yeah. kind of look at yourself and see how you can help the team. When have you ever heard the term self-awareness and a professional athlete be uttered in the same sentence, by, like by themselves? And publicly. Yes. Right. You, you know, <laughs> you're so right, Harry, because, you know, the thing about him, like you just said, like he's matured so much physically, mentally, and all the – I, I think the area – too. Yeah. And, and competitively. Yeah. Like that's the part that matters too is that comp- – that – you know, it's not about me being great as an individual. I want to win and I don't get I don't care about anything else. I just want to win. Mm-hmm. And and that maturity allows you and allows the team. And I'm sure Daryl Morey and Doc Rivers are like over the moon about it yeah. is, hey, we can bring in anybody as long as they're going to help us win. This guy's on board. Oh, he's good because he knows he's the guy. It's his team. Yes. You know, primarily. But, you know, think about Jimmy Butler and him. If we could have just. Oh, kept that going yeah you know two guys like that right yeah two guys that hold themselves and everybody else accountable yeah god forbid yeah. you yeah. know that that's a, a huge thing and um we'll see what they do i mean i i see these rumors one guy saying there's i i heard from a source that there's no way they're dealing them this year another guy said i heard from a source that I, they'll deal with them and a deal will be done in a couple hours i know it's, it's all just a bunch of bullshit i know and then i saw on crossing broad just uh today that uh, there's people that are in and around Simmons that say if the deal isn't done, that they're recommending he go back to the Sixers and all this stuff. Who knows? It's just drama. Man. That's not going to happen, though. Right? I, I kind of doubt it, but yeah, it would I be mean, interesting. I think it like, would be fascinating. Like Embiid says, they're a better team with him on the court yeah. than with him sitting at home. So yeah, when, when Embiid tweeted out a picture of the mega package, super soft Charmin hair, I think that, that <laughs> you that think that did it. Gone. Yeah, that bridge is burned. <laughs> <laughs> it, like I, I don't even know if that did it. I think yeah. he's just such a pussy that he, he just can't handle it. So, uh, how about uh, at Ruin Tomorrow checking in? Oh, boy. he says violation ball with the Eagles hoodie should be a G jersey. I don't have a oh, G jersey. I like that hoodie. That's that military uh, thing you have. Salute the service, huh? Yeah, salute the service. That's a good looking, uh, good looking item. Yeah, but it, you know, he brings up G. This is the first one. What about you? What about you getting the All Star uh, sweater that G wore when he won the MVP? Oh, uh, no, nah, I don't. I don't have any Giroud jerseys. I don't have anything Giroud. That looked like a cool jersey. That was like a blue, couple tones yeah. of blue. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a cool jersey, and he had a great weekend. I mean, he, yeah. he was fantastic in the game, and 
I mean, how about, let me ask you about this. And this is going to lead to another discussion about ESPN, the worldwide leader. Mm. Emily Kaplan from ESPN, who covers the NHL there, is like an insider and, and does a bunch of different stuff, you know, both on and off camera. She asked Giroux after. He just won the MVP. She asked him, do you have any message for Alexander Ovechkin, who couldn't be there because he tested for in COVID protocol, which I think is bullshit. He just didn't want to go. He found a test and rigged it because he's always trying to get out of the All-Star game. Oh, yeah. And do you have a message for Alexander Ovechkin? <laughs> and Drew's like, I just won the, I just won the MVP. Yeah. I replaced him as the captain. Like, why are you asking me about him? So he said, not really. <laughs> that was his answer. Like, what am I supposed to say? Right. Yeah. Do I have a message right. for him? And then he goes, I, I don't know, get better. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What What could she have been looking for there? What What do you think the intent yeah. of that question was? Where's the upside in even asking it? Right. I mean, where's the upside? Hey, why? <laughs> I got a call from the organization because of that question. Yeah, you right. Know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, why would Mike do that? <laughs> I mean, why would he tell Zach Ronaldo he can't play? <laughs> oh, man. Now, I, I, I got to admit, I didn't watch one lick of the NHL All-Star festivities. No? Nor did I watch the Pro Bowl, nor will I watch the NBA All-Star weekend. Yeah, I don't like the All-Star games either. I don't even no. like three-on-three three in hockey when it means something here. Right, I know. It's a bastardization of the game that it we is. love. Yes. Yeah. There yeah. was some cool stuff in the skills competition with like guys like Trevor Zegers and you know doing the blindfold thing. And like Yeah, what Michigan. was that all about? He, he is unbelievable with his stick skills with a puck and like uh -huh. rolling the puck onto his blade like a lacrosse stick. It's unreal uh -huh. what he can do. One-handed, it's just sick. Wow. He's so good. But, but to, for uh, – for uh, Ruin Tomorrow, I don't have a, a G jersey. The only thing I have Giroux related at this house is I have a couple mini helmets behind mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Not one of the masks. Nice. And it's signed by about like seven flyer captains oh, okay. on one helmet. Wow. So like Clarky's on there, Rico, Derek uh -huh. DeJardin. Uh, who else? Like Keith Primo, Giroux. Uh -huh. Dreams. Um, yeah, there, there's a bunch of guys that former captains, Pooley, Dave right. Pooley, they're all signed on my right. helmet. So that's a that's a, a nice item. That's a nice El Capitan, you know, token there. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. What do you think you could get on eBay for that? Oh man, probably a lot because yeah. because of the history. There's still a couple more I'll probably get that were captains. Like I, I don't, I'm not gonna get Mel Bridgman. Who was mm -hmm. the captain for a couple of years when Clark was still on the team and he had to give up the captaincy because he was a player coach and you couldn't be a captain if you were the player coach. Oh, wow. Um, Pronger's on. I got to get Pronger on there. Mm -hmm. And I don't have Richards because he never comes back to town. Oh, okay. But I got to get Richie on there hmm. if he comes back. He doesn't ever come back? Nah, he just sits up in Kelowna and fishes. Oh, really? Yeah. Kelowna? Where's that? Uh, up in Canada. Ontario or? Yeah, at least so, yeah. Oh, okay. He just wow. fishes all the time and hunts and stuff like that. He's a lunatic. So, um, <laughs> uh, real quick, too, Harry. Um, I have a review for the show today. Oh, no. I, I, did we find a negative one? No, no, no. Not for our show. Oh, I want to oh. review a product. Oh, okay. Because I've been trying to solve the problem in my truck, in the, in the Dodge Ram. I have this, like, little bin that's up above, like, the on the dash. And I've been trying to find a place to put my phone. Like, I have one of those vent things to put my phone in, but they're mm -hmm. never good. 
They right. always fall. They, it's, it just looks clunky. Then it blocks the vent from heating or cooling the car. Right. But I got this phone because it's got a kickstand on the back. Uh-huh. All right. So here's the so here's the phone case. Okay. And it's got a little cover here for the camera to protect the camera. It's got a third leg, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Little so kickstand. this kicks out. It's a ring. Okay. And you can turn it, All put right. it like that, and right. boom. It sits in there perfect. Now, this case, Harry. In the vent? No, no. On the little ledge. Oh, on so the it ledge. It sits up there uh, perfectly, right? Okay, yeah. I mean, I could watch YouTube videos while I'm driving. Right. So I wouldn't advise that, though. No. So this phone case, $13. Okay. On Amazon. All right. And you would think it'd be cheap plastic and crap. No, 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 no. I'll put a link in the show notes. Is it made it in is- China? I don't know where it's made, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's military grade, so it's, oh, it's yeah. American. Okay. But I don't know if it's made in China. Why Why are you saying it's a Chinese phone case? Well, I'm just saying because... China. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so I highly recommend it. Okay. What's it yeah. called? Like, is there a name for it? A, it like a product, dis- like a brand name? or It says Discover Innovation. There probably is. Um, okay. I'd have to look into my my Amazon account because I have the WeatherTech deal. Oh yeah, they're good. That's high the, quality. The thing, there the too, thing that you, yeah, you sit that, and I think that's American made. You sit that right in your cup holder, mm-hmm. and it can be adjusted. Like there's, you know, the swivel like, arm. It's got about six or seven different cups in it. So mm-hmm. depending on how wide your cup holder is, you know, you take cups off, add cups on, whatever it is, it fits in there nice and snug, right? Yeah. And then you can sort of, you know, tilt up the arm and tighten it and you just drop the phone right in there and it plugs in from the bottom and you're good to go. And it's not all messy and disheveled looking. No, no, no. It's uh, It's a good item. The company is called Cloud Valley. Okay. That made this. I don't I don't know if the Cloud Valley is in uh, Shanghai or if it's in California, but it's a great (laughs) product. So there's a little product review. All right. Good. Uh, We like that. Uh, real quick, I, I want to get your thoughts on something because Sunday, the 13th, this weekend, mm-hmm. I am taking my daughter to a concert. Now, my daughter's 13. All right. My daughter, Kira Lee. And we're going to see, we were supposed to see this concert in May of 2020. We had tickets, the whole the whole thing. But it was obviously postponed yeah. or canceled or whatever because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But we're going to see Billie Eilish on okay. Sunday. Where at the Wells Fargo? It's exactly right. Okay, now you're gonna miss the Super Bowl for Billy Irish. Holy shit, you're right. What? 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 Dude. Oh, the old lady. I hate to her. do it to Billy Eilish. Oh uh, yeah, the old lady's taking her. I'm texting her right now. <laughs> I mean, let me do a voice to text yeah, to the yeah, wife. Get her on the get her on the horn. Let's get. I, yeah, I want to hear her reaction. Actually, right, let, let's we'll see if she'll yeah. come on the. You're on the show. Let's, yeah, I'll put her on. Billy Eilish. I, I like a couple of songs by Billy Eilish. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she's a, a good performer and everything. Let's see if yeah. the idea. She's probably in a meeting. I don't know that she has a catalog that where that shows that long though. Yeah, I'm gonna be dizzy here. I'm gonna have to take take advantage and get a jump start on Pennsylvania's new legalization of weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Oh, I just—I was t- at the. You totally blanked out on the fact that it's the Super Bowl. I did. I love that. I'm I a love- total ass. Yeah, the song "Bad Guy" I think was her first big hit. I love that song. Is that right? All right. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. And then there's um, another one out. 
not now. I forget what it's. I can't believe the show is on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, yeah, man. I am so freaking dizzy. Yeah. Uh, I just stopped at uh, Wegmans this morning to pick up some groceries. Mm-hmm. And I had to get the four Jello packs of flavored gelatin and four unflavored pouches of gelatin. You know what that means, Har? Is that because uh, somebody's going to make some edibles? Yeah, the old lady visited the dispensary yesterday. Oh, my God. Yeah, got the oil. Uh-huh. Because the, the initial batch is finally dried up. Okay. So, well, I mean, you know, is this is this are they that good that you know maybe she could use this as a side uh, hustle? Yeah, that would be illegal, Har. Oh, you, wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Illegal, Everything's illegal, legal now, isn't it? I don't know. I mean, I mean she's got the card. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if we can distribute. Well, you get Aton to distribute it. <laughs> Where did it was mouth? Yeah. <laughs> Where's he gonna distribute it? To? He'd be your biggest client. It'd be like <laughs> vertical marketing. You know, you just He'd have be my client. only client. Yeah, that's that's you know, that happens a lot these days. He's like it'd be like Bruce Cutler for the mob, yes. the old uh attorney. The voiceover. Oh, I thought you meant the voiceover guy uh Cutler. Oh, no. Jim Jim Cutler. <laughs> uh, by the way, oh. we're having issues. I got a text today mm-hmm. before the program from uh Jim Grasso, our guy over at um Wildfire. Yeah, yeah. So he sends me this text and I'll bring it up and I'll show the audience here what it says. Cuz frankly I'm a little pissed off about it. Uh-oh. So I get this text and it says got to be careful of the music you play. And there's a there's a picture so I'll bring the picture up. Music. So you see what that says? Can you read that Harry? No, I can't read. It's all bright. It's like a it's like a okay. glare. Oh, okay. So I'll read it. Yeah. It says, we found some third-party content in your podcast. This was for Stick to Hockey. Oh, for oh, okay. So I'm just going to say, we don't play any music here. But, there's, but when I post the podcast, I always put a song at the beginning and a song at the end to bring us in and bring us uh-huh. out. Now, we don't hear it when we tape it, when we do it, uh-huh. but I put it in post. Yeah. And I do it for the Stick to Hockey podcast as well. And apparently, so I said to Jim... I said, wait a minute. So now they monitor on audio podcasts as well? What the fuck? And he said, Spotify is the only one I've seen, but who knows? So I said, fuck them. Wow. <laughs> Spotify's got an- I'm going to put Neil Young on there then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See if Spotify put, will play let's that. Let's put some Joni Mitchell on there. I got a couple of her CDs. Yes. You put her in there too. And maybe a little David Crosby. Right, yeah. Like, teach teach your children how. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put the whole Laurel Canyon crew on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> on, way, shuffle, were... on shuffle mode. <laughs> Did you ever watch that documentary, the Laurel yeah, Canyon Yeah, it's fantastic. One? Yeah, awesome it's one. Yeah. With Jacob yeah. Dylan, right? Yeah. And isn't Beck in that, too? I think so. Yeah, I don't know why. One. Yeah, it, yeah. He, Actually, there's an album that he has called Mutations. Yeah. Where it's like he plays has songs in like every style of music mm. from country to like, uh, you know, bluegrass. It's, it's actually a pretty good album. Yeah. He's actually up as on one of the nominees for the uh, rock and roll hall of fame. Now with all due respect to Beck, uh, he's got a couple of good tunes. He's no hall of famer. No, no, he's not. He's not at that level. No. And I, I personally, I know you and I love music and, uh, they put anybody in. It's really yeah, they're starting to ridiculous. You yeah. Know? It's become one of those things where it's an event every year. So we got to put some people in. Well, you know what? 
You know, every every couple of years, just have a concert. You don't need to induct anybody. Yeah, you can not honor people. Right. Yeah. You get to right. play at the concert. That's good enough. Where right. we induct the real stars. Right. Hall of Famers. Uh, 91 LSXer says, Robbie E's a Taylor Swift guy. Yeah. Harry's an Eilish guy. WTF is going on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Robbie E loves us. He's a Swifty, as they is call Is that him. right? Yeah. He's in Taylor fact, Swift. he might have taken his uh, daughter to see Taylor Swift at one point back in the day. Oh, the old He's lady took my daughter there at Lincoln Financial Field to see Taylor yeah. Swift. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, the old lady's going to have uh, Billie Eilish duty on Sunday. Because <laughs> I <laughs> Whether don't. she knows it or not. Yeah. Now, th- there's a war of words going on here between two performers in the rock music world. And I've seen both of them live. On several occasions. Okay. All right. Now there's a war where you hear about this at all. Um, does this involve Pearl Jam's singer? Yes. Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. Yeah. Yeah. And Nikki Six, who is the bass player for Motley Crue. Who has, who has think been brought back to life like six or seven times. Right. But not was in it? 20 years. He has no, no but he, he was like legally dead a few times. Right. Oh think, yeah. Right. Yeah, Massive yeah. heroin addict. So there was this interview that Eddie Vedder did with the New York Times, and Mm -hmm. he was talking about, you know, growing up. And he said he used to work in a San Diego uh, club, like loading gear in at the club. And he says, I'd end up being at the shows and I wouldn't have chosen to go to bands that monopolized the late 80s MBTV, the metal bands that I'm trying to be nice. He said, I despise. And he said, girls, girls, girls and Motley Crue. Fuck you. He said, I hated it. I hated how it made the fellas look. I hate hated it how it made the women look. It felt so vacuous. What's so Nikki Six vacuous or vacuous? Vacuous. Okay. Yeah. So Nikki Six has since responded, taken to his Twitter account, and he said that uh, made me laugh today regarding how much the singer and Pearl Jam hated Motley Crue. Now considering that they're one of the most boring bands in history. It's kind of a compliment, isn't it? <laughs> Great comeback by Nikki Six, by the way. Yeah. Props to him. And yeah. I really doubt that Eddie Vedder felt that way back then when he was loading and unloading gear. Yeah. But it's just trendy now where it's it's the thing to say now because of when we look back on the 80s, you know, it was very uh, uh, objectifying to women and all mm-hmm. that. You know, you know what I mean? So now you can look back and say, oh, I never responded to that. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. I call and, bullshit. And the other part of it is that you look at it and you go, okay, grunge apparently is what kicked out the hair metal scene and the yeah. glam metal scene. Right. It did. Ba- basically, it was Guns N' Roses in 1989 and Appetite for Destruction that did that. Actually, that record came out in 86 and was big until 1989. Until did it really did it come out in 86? It Appetite? came out in 86. Yeah, Holy. I believe it did. Yeah, I believe I it did. I thought it was later than that. No, because be they rough. kept releasing, you know, every single every song on the on the record was basically a single, I think. Wow. So they got done with it. Yeah, I'm going to look it right up here. Appetite for Destruction. This is live YouTube uh, right here on the OG's podcast. And 1987, it was released. July of 87. Okay. All right, so I was off wow. by a year. But yeah, the summer wow. of 87. Yeah, because I was in Temple. I, went, I was going to Temple University then. That's when I got there. And yeah. I remember, I mean, that, that you know, 
you know, Sweet Child of Mine. And what was the other monster hit off of there that came out early? Well, the first um, one was Welcome to the Jungle. Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, that's the yeah. one. I, that's, a, that's a hockey song to me. Still that's is. where the, you know, yep. where the flyers come out of the out of the room and they jump onto the ice and yep, <laughs> you know where you are. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, and the funny thing is, I saw them hair open up for Aerosmith. You saw Guns N' Roses exploded. open up. Yes. Wow. At the that must spectrum. have been incredible. Yep. Now what what Aerosmith record were they pimping then? Probably Pump. Pump. Okay. Yeah, that, that was, was the one with the old time. pickup truck on the on the cover. Yeah, right? loving yeah. an elevator and yeah, all right. that crap on it. Yeah, that was probably um, that album, I would think. Yeah, because I didn't see them until that November Rain, that double album they put out. Use your illusion. That, Use your illusion and Use your illusion two or whatever. Mm-hmm. They came to the Spectrum uh, for that tour too, and me and my buddy, my roommate at the time, had second row floor seats. Yeah, we didn't sit in them once. Oh, it was unbelievable. Fantastic. Right that's in front fantastic. of Duff McKagan and his bass. Base. Yeah, another guy who's yeah. died several times. Oh, really? Oh, he was oh, massive. Man. He isn't anymore. He's like a workout dude now. Is he? Um, okay. I got a chance to spend time with Slash at one point when I was doing Rockery. I'm seeing if I can find the picture here. And I'll put it up. Uh huh. But so when I was working at YSV, we had this thing that we did every every weeknight with Matt and Huggy called Mandatory Metallica. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So here, all right, I'll put the picture up. I have it right here. So when on Mandatory Metallica, we did like celebrity Mandatory Metallica, where when we'd have rock stars come in, we would get their picks and we'd have audio of them talking about it. Yeah. And hey, Good I chose idea. this slash. I chose this song, blah, blah, blah. And so Slash came in. We were putting all these together for like a period of time. And Slash came in and I had to go into the studio with him to record pick his songs and record them. Right. So we go into the studio. Here's the picture. Let me put this up here. Uh, oh, wow. Look at you. Oh, there we go. Look at you. So, yeah, there's me and Slash. That's inside the YSP studios. Now, you've got one of those Billy Goat kind of things going, yeah. right? Like, yeah, like that the thing's long. long. Goatee. Yeah. Is there a name for that? Like that kind of facial hair? Is it? Is that got a it's different called name? Two words, hair. Bad look. Bad <laughs> <laughs> I got the Warp Tour '98 shirt on. This I is probably around 2000. Okay. Um, and before people freak out, yeah, it's a Yankees hat. Who gives a shit? Um, but anyway, wow. so I go into the studio with Slash, and usually it's like five minutes with these guys in the other room, mm-hmm. and they pick their songs, they say a couple things, and they're out there back on the tour bus. I'm in this room for about 90 minutes with Slash, and he's having me. Get up, Master of Puppets. Play this song. No, no, no. I want Disposable Heroes. What are you guys and, doing? Chopping stuff up? I mean, what, what the hell's going I, on in there? I, I'm like, I, I mean, at some point, I'm like, holy cow. Like, this dude's taking it way too serious. Like, it's an episode of Behind the Music. That's cool, though. It was awesome. It was just yeah. me and him. That's yeah. it. His tour manager checked in like three times. Like, are you done yet? Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus, we got a show tonight. Sound checks in an hour. <laughs> but he's probably used to it with Slash. But he was such a good dude. Yeah. Like you, like he immediately felt like you almost grew up with him. Like the conversation was not like me talking to some star. Right. Was, hey, man, how you doing? Like, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And it's insane. It was That's cool. off the charts. And there's 90 minutes in there. And we're just talking about Metallica music, talking about the tour that I saw them on with Metallica. 
I saw it at RFK. Mm. And eventually that's where Headfield got burned on stage. Mm. And Guns N' Roses didn't come out right away. And the crowd like went bananas. During one of the pyro things, he got yeah. burned. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It like lit wow. up his whole arm and like he, he was out for a long time. So, Jeez. but yeah, one of the great stories dealing with uh, Slash. He so was, he was a cool dude, oh, huh? That's dude, good to know. The, I mean, top three coolest yeah. dude, like rock stars I've ever dealt with him absolutely there and like you don't get bigger than slash no no well, he was playing. in velvet revolver too who i saw at yep. the spectrum with scott wyland uh, with scott wyland who's one of my favorites of all time yeah uh and 91 lsx said you were going through your fred durst stage with that look and that hat well yeah perhaps even uh right around that picture. time period yeah i have Late a picture 90s. with fred and i and yeah i used to get mistaken for him at concerts from time to time no kidding yeah, yeah I met him looked... on South Street one time. He was just like, really... walking around shopping. Yeah. Um, the other guy that was is the coolest dude, number one on the list, Harry, of any any rock star that I've met. And I've met this guy several times. And he is about as cool as they come, and it's this guy right here. So let me put this picture up. There you go. You knew who that is? That's not Foo Fighters, is it? That is Dave Grohl. Yeah, it is. Okay. That is outside the oh, Indre yeah. Recording Studios down in South Philly when we did an acoustic session with them. And he's holding a Pat cheesesteak and wearing a Phillies cap backwards. Okay, so so he's legit cool because I always hoped he'd awesome. be cool. He seems cool. Totally. You know? yeah. Awesome guy. Just like mm. the realest dude, non-pretentious. Mm. And when you do an interview with him, it's just a conversation. Right. Awesome, awesome dude. Oh, good. Like when we did I like those hearing that. When we did those recording sessions, the band would come in and like sound check and then they would leave and then we'd bring in all the the radio station winners and stuff that were going to come in, sit on the couch and floor and watch it. Right. So they get done their sound check and, and I'm sitting in there and a couple of the other people from the station and like the, the band's people. And we're like, all right, we're going to bring the people in now. So you guys, and he's like, no, just bring them in. Yeah. And they're just sitting there and they're just like fiddling around playing like kiss songs while the people are walking in. So the people walk in, they're like, holy shit, they're here already. You know, like usually like rock stars got like some stupid grand entrance. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're they, late. Yeah. They didn't yeah. give a, they did not care at all. That's great. And they just came in and like, they were like taking requests and like, it was, it was hilarious. They're great dudes. That's awesome. So anyway. Um, all right. We got anything else we want to get to? Yeah. I gotta, I gotta rip uh, one of these ESPN uh, former athlete talking heads. Uh, Ryan Clark who I used to like, actually, when he first got to ESPN. He was a pretty good football player, too, mm -hmm. uh, for the Steelers. I think he spent a year or so with uh, Washington as well. Uh, LSU guy, if I remember. Um, and he was good when he first got to ESPN. But apparently, everything's, you know, the, the whole culture up there has kind of taken over him. Because now I see he put out this hot take this week. It might have been yesterday. I don't know. But I think some sometimes this stuff... Uh, is is germinated intentionally just to get it out there so that then the rest of their shows and the rest of their talent can can feed upon it and either agree with it or disagree and have debate and then you know thus far they they get their shows to the Super Bowl and then it's on to the next thing because they're talking about Russell Wilson and Clark is quoted here and I'm reading this right off the get up Twitter feed which I do not follow, but it's Good. part of this, the Seahawks wire 
on usatoday.com picked it up. And it says, Russell Wilson is not an all-time great quarterback. He's never going to be in those conversations. We have to stop putting him in that world that any team that has Russell Wilson can win a Super Bowl, end quote. I mean, I don't even need to go into the reasons why that's a stupid hot take. Do I? I mean, he's at what is he a nine time pro bowler? He's a super Look at bowl his numbers. champ. I mean, he's yeah, he's incredible. And he's had to do it all by himself for the most part because yep. he had never has an offensive line. He rarely has a running game. And for the last five years, hasn't had a defense, yep. you know, so I, I don't know. I don't get it. Like, where does that guy come up with that? He knows football. No, he didn't come up with it. Harry. Some executive come, came up with this strategy of hot takes and regurgitation of the hot take. Did he I draw the short straw and have to and lose and have to say it then? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, what was his turn? Because I mean, and, he, and these are shameless football. guys, right? He's a good football guy, Ryan yeah. Clark. He can't believe that, first of all. We know I, that, I right? hope not. Well, here's the thing, and, and I think that your initial statement was balls-on accurate, that they they say these, these statements – and they do it for two reasons. One, the shock value of when it happens and the fact that it gets picked up by right. all these different outlets, number one. But then number two, to make the next day shows easier. Right. It becomes Did you hear part what Ryan Clark said yesterday? Now right. Stephen A. Smith. Let me right. tell you, you and know, the it was whole on thing. PTI. PTI yep. I'll talk about it. And Wilbon will give his take. And it just sort of perpetuates the whole machine. Yep. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. what it does. And yeah. it's just, it's cannibalizing itself. And what it has done to the industry of, first of all, ESPN, and then the industry of, because it, that tactic has invaded sports talk radio. Oh, yeah. Well, it's it's taken over, really, the yep. hot take uh, scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And it's ridiculous. Like, you just come on, let me just say something insane so that, you know, I can make this dumb phone ring. Mm-hmm. Like, who cares about the dumb phone? In sports radio yeah. and making it ring. And I guess the phone is equivalent to what retweets and likes on social media. Well, it's affirmation it, that you said something. And it's being seen and it's being proliferated around the world. Yeah. But the phone, yeah. like the amount of phone calls you take on, so it doesn't mean anything. It, it doesn't mean anything toward ratings. Like I never, we never saw people out in the street and said, other than like that Bernie phone call, but they never said, hey, I love when John from the Northeast calls in. Or mm-hmm. Brent from, uh, you know, Bryn Mawr, whoever it is, right? Yeah. They never say that. Yeah. Wow. And the the whole industry is just, like, you got these clowns like Jillio that go out there and, and they'll tell you these things and that are so contrarian. I mean, Ange to some extent, too. Yeah. I guess, yeah. I guess nobody's really immune from it. You do it long enough. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it becomes a way to clear the paycheck. Yeah. I mean, oh, my God. It's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, like, they go to commercial. You believe I tricked him again? I really don't believe that. I think Andy Reid's a great guy. <laughs> you know? Oh. I ran into Jonesy the other night, and I said, it was right after the Chiefs lost. Right? And I said, I imagine Andrew was fit to be tied about Andy Reid because he hates Andy Reid. He's horrible. <laughs> He's a bad human. You know? And just, like, it's like, oh, okay. You know, like there wasn't bad humans here. Right. Uh, but, and he just eviscerated them. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, boy. Yeah. 
But you're right, Har. I'm glad yeah. you got that off your chest because yeah, like I'm I like, can't watch these shows. I mean, of all the of all the players to come after, too. Yeah. You know, like what what what, what did Russell Wilson ever do to you? Yeah. Like seriously, it's like that donkey out in Pittsburgh, that slob Mark Madden that I just bitch slapped. Oh, I see you going at it uh, with his takes on Twitter every night. You did it just this past week, didn't you? Well, he he doesn't have takes. He has a take. He just oh. trolls Flyer fans. Now, if you were on the radio, Har, and your team was really good, mm-hmm. like the Penguins, and they have been. They've won three Cups in the Crosby era since 2009, mm-hmm. back-to-back a few years ago. And the team across the state is a mess. Yeah. Would you be worried about trolling their fans? No, not particularly. Yeah, like no. what, like he puts out, the, he has this joke, were you alive when the Flyers won the Cup? When's the last time you won the and he was just like Googling Giroux the other day because of the All-Star game uh-huh. of people he doesn't even follow and just quote tweeting this same dumb joke on a Saturday night. On a Saturday. So this slob is so lonely on a Saturday night yeah. that he's just there. And I don't know who told him the joke was funny, uh-huh. but it's like use it once and end it. Right. This dude, like any piece of food he can get in front of him, just couldn't stop and he's just a medium market hack that's what he is that's why you're in pittsburgh still mark you slob all right all right you feel Tell people about parks oh man parks this is the same guy here who put in a written piece that since somebody got traded i forget who it was he can go back to hoping the flyers plane crashes oh wow he put that in print Jeez. In an article he wrote. That's pretty bad. Like, that's, I mean, come on. Yeah. Anybody that supports that dude is a loser. <laughs> um, Park Sportsbook, speaking of winning, is where you got to be for everything this weekend. Huge gambling weekend. You put out some great props at the beginning of the show. I won't ask you to do it again, Har, but you can just rewind and go back and write those down. Yeah, well, it was uh, Van Jefferson uh, receiving yards. I'm going over... 49 and a half because it's plus 195 at parks. Great. And then I was going to take Sony Michelle in rushing yards over 17 and a half. That is also some nice plus money. Now, how are you be betting on the coin toss? Uh, No, I don't, I don't go that far. I mean, that's ridiculous, right? I'll leave that to uh, what isn't, uh, isn't the great one's wife. Wasn't she known for betting the coin toss? What's that? Janet uh, Gretzky. Yes. Really? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, I think she she, she uh, knows her way around a, a sports betting app. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently. Yeah, she certainly did. Yeah. And that whole situation there with talk and everything else. Oh, yeah, that, that was a long time ago. Yeah. So, um, all right. Uh, get the Park Sportsbook app. Get in on all the action. If you're using another service, check this one out this week. You won't regret it. It's easy to navigate. Like Harry's navigating the whole thing during the show multitasking right here i have it up right there there, there it is go. yeah might be time for you to upgrade that cell phone from the eight yeah buddy. you think so yeah. yeah yeah i went to the 12 i'd like to get rid of it completely before i'd upgrade it yeah yeah it's not you you would be ahead of the curve there again i, I know it's Facebook. never gonna happen but uh no what would you, I mean, how would you ever get those texts from Mikey Miss without well, a phone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, Nick, Kale start out, dude. <laughs> Nick Kale couldn't send me 50 texts a day. Oh, my God. Hey, um, check what I just tweeted. 
<laughs> no. I'd rather not. <laughs> that means I have to unblock you. Exactly. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> unmute you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you gotta say to them. <laughs> uh, new customers, if you sign up now, just deposit, no pro- promo required, and get a free bet, uh, risk free bet up to $500. And follow Parks at Parks Sportsbook on Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, and Facebook as well. And you'll get great content there, daily specials, and much more. And use it for this weekend. It's gonna be a monster weekend. Plus, you got NHL back. NBA, uh, college hoops as well. Tons to get in on. All right, anything yeah. else? Any last words, Harry? Um, No, enjoy the uh, the Super Bowl. Enjoy. Hopefully, there'll be a good commercial or two. Well, I'll you be know. at Billie Eilish, so. No, no. You are you going to fill me you, in? Are you going to have to go? Like, I thought the old lady was going to take over that duty. I don't know. I haven't gotten a hold of her. She's yeah. she's not taking my call right she's, now. Oh, that's a bad sign. That is a bad she's sign. Probably, I was going to say she's probably watching the show, but <laughs> then again, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> she's smart. Uh, uh, all right, everybody. That's episode 10. Leave us a rating and review. Subscribe, if you will. And uh, we'll talk to you next week on another brand new episode of Have a great day.